Welcome to episode 62 of Closer Mentality. I'm your host, Julia Mellet. Today, I'm bringing you the background of an awesome collaborative effort aimed at enhancing mental health dialogues on the campus of the University of Michigan. Sack the Stigma is a collaborative effort between the University of Michigan's athletic department, specifically football players, Soho Youth Club, an advocacy through apparel brand, and Valiant, a sports marketing agency assisting Michigan student-athletes with NIL opportunities. Speaking on behalf of the initiative are Brett Gray, founder and CEO of Soho Youth Club, Carly Silverstein, clinical therapist and mental performance fellow with Ann Arbor-based Blend, and Jared Wangler, founder and CEO of Valiant. Sack the Stigma began as an idea brought forth by Gray to focus his advocacy brand toward fellow classmates. Gray is set to graduate in 2023 from Michigan Stephen M. Ross School of Business. He got in contact with Valiant's Wangler, who played as a fullback for the Wolverines, to potentially foster a collaboration. Wangler details their first thoughts here. Sack the Stigma is a mental health campaign that was started here at the University of Michigan um, with Soho Youth Club and Valiant. And so in the fall of 2021, Brett approached me with um, an idea to do some sort of philanthropic initiative with um, between Soho Youth Club and Valiant, two apparel brands. And um, with Valiant being a licensed apparel vendor at Michigan, we have the rights to use uh, the school marks. And um, with me having been a former athlete here and with Carly being so tied in with the, um, athlete, with the football team and Brett being a student here tied in with some of the athletes as well, um, we saw it as a really good opportunity to do a mental health campaign with the University of Michigan football team. And so um, what started in what might have been like October of 2021 um, took about three to four months to really sort of get off the ground. Um, a lot of different hurdles working with um, the school just on, um, you know, what is compliant and what isn't um, in terms of like how you set up a um, not-for-profit campaign working with school marks and with student athletes. We have an apparel line that is sold through the official retail vendor um, or retail partner at the University of Michigan called the MDEN. And so we have an, like uh, t-shirts and hats that are being sold um, through the MDEN where the proceeds from those sales are going towards um, university's uh, CAPS program. Um, and then, you know, Carl, you can kind of dive into like what CAPS is and how our money is being allocated. You could probably explain a little bit better than I can. Yeah, so my role in this was I do work for football and I work in recruiting, so not necessarily mental health related, but I also work for a company called Blend um, and help out with their mental health. Um, and so my kind of side and perspective on this situation was the mental health side and coming up with um, the content that was posted about the campaign um, and how to allocate the money in the sense of why is it why is it important for it to be going out to students um and so caps is the counseling services on campus um most schools have caps at their school um but it's counseling and psychological services um and michigan is the one that is receiving um we decided to use caps for michigan specifically um because we were using the licensed um block in so that was why we went there um and then how we said why it was important is because of the continuity of care. Um, so making sure that part of therapy and part of creating a good bond is building that rapport with your therapist. Um, so being able to have the same therapist and have that continuity of care is extremely imperative when working with an individual um, because the most you get a lot more work done when you actually have a relationship with them. It's a lot less about the modalities being used and a lot less of like specific 
less about what's being used in therapy and more focus on that rapport and that relationship that's built. Um, so when students are in therapy and then asked to briefly stop because CAPS can't hold them um, and they might not be able to afford outside counseling, that becomes an issue um, and that continuity of care breaks, which is very bad for the client. Um, so our program is hopefully to raise enough money so that we can pay for individuals and for students to have that continuity of care and pay for their care outside of in CAPS and outside of CAPS so that when they're transferred out into the, into the I said the real world, but into the world outside of um, counseling and academic um, cannot academic counseling and psychological services, um, then they are able to continue working with that individual for a solid period of time so they can get the proper care that they need and deserve. It, it started back in the fall of 2021 when Brett had reached out and the, his, his outreach was really more so about doing something philanthropic, but tying in Valiant and so Youth Club, but it wasn't more so geared towards like mental health at the time. Um, and then after kind of brainstorming with him, um, that was kind of the idea we came up with was let's do a um, mental health campaign here at the University of Michigan. Um, and I actually had a relationship with someone within Carly's company at Blend, the founder, Brooke Buys. And so I had been talking about some concept like this for a while now with her. Um, we've had a longstanding relationship and she's like, you need to talk to Carly because she's like the perfect fit for what you're trying to do here. And she's potentially going to work with us here at Blend. So um, it all kind of came together very organically, and um, I think it, you know, a great team thus far, and we've we've done them, you know, in a short amount of time, really over the last six months, um, put together a really good foundational layer for a great campaign that not only will we be able to continue here at Michigan, but expand to other schools and other programs in the future. Brett's done a multitude of different philanthropic causes, and um, you know, so he he had actually done something mental health related um, in the past, but. I mean, you can touch on what Soho has done and some of the different, you know, initiatives yeah. you've done. Sure. Um, so, I mean, just to give you like a little more background behind like what exactly Soho Youth Club is, um, like we're a clothing brand and we, every individual collection of clothing that we release is tied to a different philanthropic initiative. Um, so we ultimately put together these collections that are focused on different causes and we either take profits and donate them to whatever the cause at hand is, or we, um, on the company's expense, put together um, like an actual philanthropic initiative, whether that be like a workshop or something that's just kind of like more hands-on than simply donating profits. Um, so, I mean, like we've done, it's hard for me to like remember everything now. We've done like uh, two different like tie-dye workshops. We did a financial literacy workshop. We did a music workshop. Um, we did a previous mental health initiative. Um, we did, we donated books to incarcerated New Yorkers. We did, I mean, the list goes on. We've done, I mean, I think uh, like probably around 15, um, initiatives at this point. Um, and so, I mean, when Jared and I sat down, it was like, there's no, uh, restrictions on like what we can or can't do. It was really just a matter of figuring out like something that we're both uh, passionate about, um, and something that like we both care to do because at the end of the day like we're not putting together these initiatives just to like put together these initiatives like we want to contribute causes that um we're personally passionate about we personally think matter um and so i mean quite honestly it was months ago so like i don't like completely remember if there were like alternative ideas that we were discussing before we just like landed on mental health and said let's do it but i mean i'm pretty sure that like 
as we were going through that conversation, once we hit like mental health and it was like, I'm passionate about that. And Jared was like, I'm passionate about that too. It kind of was like, why even think any further? This is like super relevant and something that we could definitely contribute to. Money raised from apparel goes towards supporting, like Silverstein said, the University of Michigan's counseling and psychological services. These resources are available to student athletes, but also the nearly 50,000 other students. CAPS only has a finite amount of spots for sessions, and Sack the Stigma's campaign uses student athletes to advocate for increased availability of care. You know, we were kind of steered towards using CAPS, which is, in a way, we're very happy that we're able to work with them as well, um, because it is kind of a licensed product that we're using to promote a campaign. Um, you know, we have to kind of work within the university's resources, which is great, um, because we think we're adding a lot of value to CAPS. But Carl, you can kind of touch on that as well. Yeah, they were very beneficial. Um, Abigail Eiler is the head of athletic counseling at Michigan, um, and she reached out to all of us to talk to us about um, the program and what we were doing. And she was actually the one that gave us the the idea to go through CAPS um, because we did have a licensing product or licensed product. We wanted to make sure we weren't she wanted to make sure that we weren't risking anything with NIL um, and all of those new rules that were things that we didn't necessarily think about at the very beginning. Um, so she was very beneficial in that. On Sack the Stigma's website, the collaboration brought on Michigan football players Eric All, Reese Atterbury, Blake Corum, Donovan Edwards, Alu Aluatimi, Nikkei Hill-Green, and Brad Robbins to speak on mental health in a video. These, some of these athletes on campus, especially on the football team, are viewed as these like massive like superheroes right or like they have just like the, the toughest kids on campus but in a way that doesn't really reflect kind of the, the mental side of, of of your life and um while you can be a tough rigid rugged football player like you still go through the day-to-day -day, um difficulties of being a college student um and there's just a lot of um there's just a stigma within most football locker rooms of being tough and not having to discuss it your you know things that you're working through or seeing um, professional help or talking about therapy um, and why it's helpful. Um, so we thought that, uh, um, you know, starting with the football program and, and basing a campaign around uh, our football team was, uh, was the way to do it and send a message to the campus. This is Soho Youth Club's Gray. I think that our goal ultimately is for, and I say goal, but also think that like we're working towards it is for, um, you know, there's a lot of students on campus at Michigan. Um, I don't know the exact number, but like over 30,000, I believe. So, I mean, our what we're working towards is for that massive student body to see um, these football players that were just a game away from the national championship. Like people look up to these guys um, and care so much about what they do both on and off the field. So, I mean, be carefully worked with these like specific athletes just to kind of like allow these guys to serve as role models for the massive student body that exists here so like we want those 30 40 000 kids that are on campus as students um to see that video and kind of understand like hey like these guys that i look up to are also students and they're just like me and they struggle in the same ways that i struggle um and they talk about how they get help whatever and ultimately just sack the stigma um and make it so the the students out there kind of don't feel this like i don't know the best way to describe the actual feeling but they they don't feel the hesitancy to speak up about needing help um 
and and talking to people about what their struggles are so i guess ultimately we want this video to serve as um, a tool of inspiration and motivation for the student body to you know go seek help and normalize having mental health struggles and battling them we sat down several months ago um without knowing that like we wanted to shape this initiative around mental health it was simply a, a conversation that started with like hey so youth club and valiant should team up we should do some sort of collaboration together um and then the discussion continued into like all right now that we know that we're going to like put together some clothing collab and some philanthropic initiative it was a question of like what sort of causes are we both passionate about and and do we want to contribute to especially knowing that like we're here on a college campus whatever and so i think that's when like the conversation just pretty quickly turned to mental health um just in terms of something that i mean jared and i were definitely both passionate about um and and wanted to contribute to and then um whatever i think that there's like in terms of causes we could contribute to on a college campus specifically um mental health probably tops the list in terms of what's most relevant to to everybody since its 2021 launch the feedback from sack the stigma has been positive especially from the videos featured student athletes what has been happening um i've gotten i think we've all gotten a lot of feedback um from different people i went into the mden and the shirt was right in the front when you first walked in um and so that was really special and cool to see i think the hats nearly sold out if they didn't sell out um, and which is amazing. Um, and I got a lot being in football and I was one of the contacts, um, for, to connect them, to bring them onto the set and to create the questions. Um, and they all thanked, thanked us. They were all very appreciative and they all separately were like, thank you for doing this because this is something that's so important to our community. Um, so I think that the athletes and the students have both been very appreciative and thankful, um, and understand the importance behind why we're running this campaign. Both Soho Youth Club and Valiant social media pages definitely have um, a lot of support from the Michigan fan base and like students in Ann Arbor, like whether they're students or they're alumni or they're simply Michigan fans, there's a lot of people that care about Michigan that follow both pages. So um, we really just like um, leaned back on our social media followings in order to promote everything. We didn't have any like crazy thought through marketing strategy where we were going to like, what it, like whatever. It, it was, it was really just a matter of filming the video, um, filming uh, and, and having the players wear our, our t-shirt and um, hat in that video and really just kind of using our own social media channels to, to promote it through. There were, and there was a couple of different like local media outlets that picked up on it and then, you know, gave it a retweet online or whatever that may be. And all of that just like, additional exposure was was solid for the campaign. And I think it was just a great like foundational start to like, hey, this is what we are. This is what Static the Stigma is. And that, you know, it's something we'll be able to continue to build upon um, as time progresses and more student athletes are you know, interested in, in, you know, taking part in the campaign as we create more content in the future. Um, I also think it's exciting because it it's something that obviously we started here in Michigan and that's where all of our roots lie. But like, you know, it is something you can implement um, at other teams around the country, even at the pro level. Um, some of my former teammates who saw the campaign said, like, this is something they for sure would like to support, um, you know, and it's something you can expand bigger than just the University of Michigan. Um, but being here at U of M um, and be able to work with the school to make it a licensed product, um, be able to support um, the CAP system here at the University of Michigan, I think it's just like a great foundational start for what we're doing um, and something we'll be able to build upon as time progresses.
to piggyback off of that, I think we all have talked about how we would love to continue this and to make it bigger. Um, and with the people that I work with at Blend, they've all talked about how they've actually talked to different coaches at different schools and different people at different schools um, about spreading awareness in that way too. So continuing, so one thing that I want to continue personally to do is continue to work on making content um, and coming up with different types of psychoeducation pieces um, to use psychoed to continue to spread the campaign in the sense of like mental health spreading awareness um, and then continuing like Jared and um, Brett were saying to raise awareness for the Sacred Sigma campaign as a whole and hopefully bringing it to different colleges to different levels and to the NFL um, but continuing that psychoed um, with the back with the back of Valiant and Soho Youth Club and a mental health company um, it can really have the ability to push pretty far out nationally which I think would be really cool. Silverstein's role in this collaboration was not only recruiting the athletes and finding the stories She's steeped in the University of Michigan's culture and found that she could contribute through the mental health resources vein as well. We did a lot of research on mental health um, and found that one in five adults actually struggle with mental illness. Um, and then suicide is actually the second leading cause of death for this kind of age range. So it was 10 to 34, um, but specifically like college age students. So suicide being that high um, as a cause of death is really something that we want to make sure that we're bringing awareness to. Um, and so thinking about just like the exact, like one COVID obviously brought up a lot. Um, COVID also allowed for more telehealth, um, which I think is important too, to keep in mind, um, which gives this a good platform as well to be able to spread um, and be able to provide those types of services. Um, and then just thinking about like being a student during this unknown time and specifically athletes when they were losing their seasons and that transition and transitioned home and away from home and like home struggles because um, people during COVID had to live at home more because um, they couldn't live on campuses and just that whole balance of getting back into school. People forgot how to do school um, and forgot how to be able to like control everything and um, provide. So being able to provide that um, since I think also during this time is really helpful. A bringing mental health resources into the fold of Soho Youth Club and Valiant's collaboration, Wangler said that Blend was the perfect addition and brought the individual parts together into a full force initiative. Blend, the group that she works with, um, I've known the the founder there for, for years and um, have developed a really strong relationship and have just been, had been the past two years throwing ideas around of like you know, a way to do something mental health related, but something that was kind of just like, I didn't really have time to, for it to be my full-time thing. I wanted to get, get it going on the side. So I've just been, you know, over time thinking about how I could do something meaningful and impactful um, because it is just like a cause that hits like really deeply for me. So um, yeah, when Brett had, you know, Brett and I got in touch back in the fall and it didn't take, you know, within our first conversation, it was, Hey, this is, this is what we're going to do. It's going to be something mental health related. Um, didn't take long to, to kind of putz around and, and figure it out. Um, and I think it, hit for us and we just to take decided to run with it and we're excited about that's the the, the cause that we're, we're working towards i'm not too far removed from playing college football and i remember being in the locker room like that's not like it was a little bit taboo um definitely not something that you know is you're you're kind of open to talking about amongst um your teammates you may develop like you know your close friend group that like you're a little bit more comfortable speaking with or some guys have mentors or therapists that they're already working with, but it's definitely not something you were openly talking about or just talking about just like in general, like, you know, what is like working through, you know, depression, what is being bipolar, right? These like real world things that a lot of guys were struggling with, but just didn't even know that they were struggling with it because they had to internalize it because in a way, like 
I think like football is one of the best sports out there, right? It teaches you a lot of, you know, how to be tough, teaches you how to work through certain things, but working through a, you know, a sore knee is different than working through depression, right? Like you can't just like put ice on it and, you know, work through it and just tough it out and then come out the other end. A lot of times if you're internalizing it and trying to just push through it, it's actually negatively affecting you. So I think that's like the, the big piece of this campaign that like these with these athletes coming out and, and being vocal about, Hey, like therapy is cool. Like, you know, mental health is very important, right? All these like certain things that you just need to like say it and you, you might need to see someone you look up to saying it for you to feel comfortable too. That's why working with football players at the university of Michigan is, you know, arguably one of the best places I believe to start a campaign like this, because if you get a guy like Blake Corum or Donovan Edwards, right. To many people, these are like superheroes. They're some of the top players on our team and some of the top players in the country. Um, them talking about it, just that small action, I think opens up a lot of doors and breaks down a lot of the stigma that some others might say like, oh, like, well, I think those guys are cool and those guys are talking about it. So like, okay, maybe it's not, not cool to talk about your feelings or to talk about mental health. So um, that's kind of why I, make, I think it makes sense to work with football players here at Michigan, why it's a great place to start the campaign. People have such high expectations for them, but I think people forget that athletes are people first. I said that earlier, but it really is true. Like people expect them to be able to do this, 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 and this, but like forget that they're also people and they're also students and they also have a life and like their entire world is not just who they are on the field. Um, and so breaking down that barrier and then also remembering mental health is health. So like if you are injured or if you are struggling with a knee like he said or struggling with you broke your hand or anything like that like you obviously go to the doctor to get help um mental health is supposed to be the same way so if you're struggling mentally you're struggling with depression or bipolar um treating that like it is health like you would for your hand like you would for your knee um i think is really imperative um and so you kind of it's the same sort of thing too kind of like they're in the weight room training all the time you have to train your brain like you train your body um, and so being able to implement the aftermath in the sense of people who already are struggling, um, going mental health is health and going to the doctor like you should, but also implementing the prevention method of being able to talk about it and open up and have those vulnerable conversations. Because hopefully if you have those ahead of time, that it will also be a prevention method and being able to train your brain and how to react to certain things. Um, kind of like you train your body when you're in the weight room, um, all of that kind of is our stories and things that we can get from football. Obviously we're kind of biased towards football. We're all kind of connected in that world, but you can use those stories of, in those um, synonyms of the weight room and of the mental health is health and those injuries, but bringing them into the real world for regular students on campus and training their mind and being able to prepare them um, preventatively. And also afterwards, if telling them how, explaining to them how mental health is health. Wangler, Silverstein, and Gray have hopes of expanding Sack the Stigma to other college campuses, as well as local high schools and eventually NFL teams. Yeah, I think you can go either upwards or downwards with it, right? You can work with high school athletes and you can work with professional athletes. Um, I think the message is, is clear to, to everybody is that, um, you know, it's mental health is really important and it's not just something you're dealing with while you're in college, not something you're just dealing with you're in high school or you're a kid. It's, it's an ongoing process. And, um, you know, it's something we'd love to be able to work with, um, you know, youth athletes, high school athletes, pro athletes, college athletes, um, everyone that's, that's applicable to, um, I think you can go either way with it. None of the three have ever seen a similar initiative and take pride in what they've built in Ann Arbor. This is Wengler. I, I don't know, you know any groups doing it 
like how we are doing it. My initial thought for like raising money to help afford for like for better mental health services kind of stem from like seeing close family members of mine that are, you know, right out of college and, and, and friends too, that like, you know, the cost of affordable therapy and stuff that like makes a difference for some people, it's not covered by their insurance always. Um, and so that added financial stress of either coming out of their own pocket or a family member's pocket to pay for their services almost adds another layer of difficulty and trauma to something someone else already, somebody is already experiencing. So, um, yeah, I mean, the idea, like for us, like, you know, obviously at Michigan with our licensed product, it's going towards caps, but like, you know, bigger picture, if we expand past it, we'd probably like to be able to raise money and then help people receive you know, adequate mental health care um, and be able to t take that like financial burden off of their back by using some of like the proceeds that we're generating through our apparel line or whatever products we're doing or however much money we're able to raise um, and make a difference that way. Because that's like a whole nother side of mental health care that not many people are talking about because yes, it's, it's great. You take the first step to go reach out and to start receiving help. But then once it starts kind of eating at your, your pocketbook and you're still trying to make ends meet um, another place in your life, you may not be able to afford it. So um, I think that's like a, another piece of this that we'd like to be able to, um, to you know, work towards moving forward. This collaboration funds what they call a quote scholarship, which then gets disseminated to students in need the money is going through caps so for example let's say there's a list of people who are ready to be referred out um it's going to help those in need like let's say there's a list let's say our scholarship can cover four people on that list they're going to hopefully use the top four that are on that list the first four that are on the list so that's why we want to continue to expand um how much money we are able to raise so that we can help more people farther down the list um, and I think that they're going to look and see who's needs based within that list as well um, to be able to make sure that the money is going to people who need it. Um, but that is kind of where the money is going. It is through caps. But like Jared was saying, we are hope to also spread it out to be able to help them get referred to different places around Ann Arbor. But also um, if we take it to other cities and other levels, um, continuing to grow that fund to be able to pay for them there. I know my mentors talked about spreading it um, in the sense of like talking to other coaches, um, bringing it to other college campuses, but also just hopefully raising awareness if we use um, the NFL players like Jared was saying um, to create those videos to continue to create that um, that voice and maybe we can create different logos because um, obviously we have the license um, in here for Michigan, um, but maybe bringing that to other colleges using their logos or bringing it to um, different teams and being able to support different teams um, in that area. And maybe if we work with an NFL team, like we're working with Falcons or working with the Lions, like that would help um, inner city kids in Detroit or something like that if we're working with the Lions or things like that. Um, so this is kind of all just like ideas that have been coming, um, but those that's definitely the next path. Ideally, we would like to go down is being able to spread that out um, and hopefully through connections and through talking with people and through spreading the campaign as a whole and hopefully getting traction um, and gaining trust from people that we are spreading and doing this for all the right reasons. Um, then I think that that hopefully will be able to have get the ball rolling. Spreading an initiative like Sack the Stigma nationwide is easier in today's college athletic climate than ever before. NIL has given student-athletes an unadulterated output lane through which to advocate for everything they feel passionate about. Wangler hopes that mental health can stay at the forefront of that forever. College sports are, um, I think, at like a new crossroads where like athletes can be a little bit more vocal about things that they're passionate in. 
um, with NIL being something new and then be able to kind of express themselves more online. So it just opens up the, 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 the door to, you know, cool initiatives and meaningful initiatives like this, um, where I think it can really make a difference. Um, obviously not only in your community here in Michigan, but, um, on a broader scope with getting with other schools and, and tying that in. So, um, yeah, we're really excited. They appreciate you again for having us on, um, yeah. excited about where this is going for us. There's a link in the show notes to the MDEN's website where you can purchase the aforementioned t-shirt and hat. If you're interested in bringing SAC the Stigma to your athletic department, send an email to julia at closermentality.com and I'll help facilitate that conversation. If you aren't in a place of advocacy and are instead struggling with your own mental health problems, I also have a great resource for you, even if you aren't in Ann Arbor. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp and I'm so thrilled to be working with them again. Is there something interfering with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals? Sackless Stigma is the perfect resource on the college campus to connect Wolverine students with helpful measures. But what happens if you aren't in Michigan or college-aged? Now, I'm bringing the option of nationwide mental health services to you, the listeners. If you've ever listened to a Closer Mentality episode and thought, I feel exactly the same way, I'm working with BetterHelp to bring online therapy to your phone and computer. BetterHelp offers video, phone, and live chat options, and you can speak to a licensed therapist in less than 48 hours. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. BetterHelp has more than 20,000 licensed therapists around the country, and you have access to them at any time. You can get thoughtful messages from your therapist, and if you aren't happy, it's free to change providers. If you're worried about the cost of traditional talk therapy, BetterHelp also plans for that. They offer financial aid if funding is the only thing standing between you and getting the help you need. Join the over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. I have a special offer for all Closer Mentality listeners. You can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com forward slash Closer Mentality. That's betterhelp.com forward slash Closer Mentality. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. The link is also in the show notes. And thanks to Carly, Jared, and Brett for coming on episode 62 and detailing what SAC the Stigma stands for. The link to support the cause is in the show notes, as well as BetterHelp's resources, and Closer Mentality Uncensored's YouTube channel, where you can see all the full-length interviews with all of my guests. Next week's sports psychologist Matt Woodkey is coming on to work through finding the person within the player. It's a good one. Thanks so much for listening to episode 62 of Closer Mentality. As always, I'm your host, Julia Mellett. See you next week.